All right, all right, all right, J-Nack. Welcome to the J-Nack podcast as my wife just laughs at me while I start like, my... All right, I, all right, all right. See, it's too early. You started <laughs> already. You started. You started in with the all right, company. all right. And we got company I'm this week and yes. you're just starting up already. Okay. This is the J-Nack podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, First G, with my wonderful, wonderful wife, whoop, whoop. SPT, and the Vaughns. Yay! Fontama hey. and Trina Vaughn are back for Marriage Corner, y'all. And right. I guess this is like a, a hostile takeover. I, I told them I didn't want to take over their <laughs> their Marriage Corner, but um, just in I can't remember if it was in passing or if it was during the conversation we had um, last month. But intimacy was just a topic that I was like, yeah, we need to talk about that. Well, yeah. actually, he actually threw it out there. Y'all next podcast, y'all should talk about intimacy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good question. I did. I did. I did. I did. Because, because uh, you know, just telling people sneak what to peek, do. sneak peek. I struggle with it. I really, and really do. Yes. I really, really do. And I think other people do, too. Yeah. And so do I. Like la like two weeks ago, we talked about love languages, right? And I'm like, that's intimacy yep. got a lot to do with that. So I said, let's talk about it. So JNAC, this is Marriage Corner. Welcome everybody. Hope you're having a good, good month. Love month. We in love month. Yay. I want to be careful too. I, I told y'all already, I don't want to just equate love month to just marriage. I think love covers a multitude of things, not just marriage. Intimacy covers a whole lot of things, not mm -hmm. just gotcha. marriage. Yeah. Um, so I wanna I wanna make sure that you guys understand that as you're listening. But yeah, we're in the middle of Love Month. We're in the middle of Black History Month. Yes. I hope everybody's getting some knowledge. So JNAC, uh, our <laughs> uh, our church is dropping knowledge every day, a fact of day for Black History Month. So I hope you guys are tuning into that. Make sure you check Facebook and Instagram for our uh, fact of the day when it comes to Black History Month. But Today, during Marriage Corner, not Love Month, Marriage Corner, <laughs> my bad, y'all. <laughs> I, I got a food hangover right now, I think. Yes. <laughs> um, we are going to be talking about intimacy, which they've already told you. I basically <laughs> threw it on them. I said, this is what you're doing this, this month. No. <laughs> While he was shaking his finger. Right, right. Shaking his finger. <laughs> Get it together. Get something together. <laughs> so I want to start off by throwing this out there. I wanted to look up the term intimacy because a lot of people, a lot of people just equate intimacy to sex. And yes, y'all, we're going to be getting spicy in here. What? We will get a little spicy, not X-rated. No. I don't, I not don't too think. Spicy. I don't think, right? Not too spicy. <laughs> not, well, well, you know, you know we'll hey. see. We all grown and married. And <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Hide uh, your wife, hide your kids. Right. You know hide them all. You just, just never know. Don't hide your wife, though. No, like, don't hide your wife. Yeah, okay. well, her. Yeah, hide your kids. Hide, hide your kids. Unless she hiding from you, right. you got to go find her. Then we got a problem. Y'all gonna play hide and seek. Oh, it, right, it could be right. good. It could be good. Oh, Lord. A good hide. I might need to excuse myself from this podcast already. <laughs> so, intimacy, y'all. Intimacy is defined as close familiarity. Or friendship, closeness. Mm -hmm. mm, that's the very first one that comes up on uh, Google.com. A private, co cozy atmosphere. That's the second one. And the third one, the last one that it has on here is 
an intimate act, especially sexual intercourse. So, bomb chicka wow wow is the last definition <laughs> of intimacy. Interesting. So, that's really, 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 really cool. But I'm going I'm to I'm throw it around the room. Uh, this small, this small room. JNAC podcast listeners, y'all, I wish y'all could see this. We got this small table. I, we really need to up the budget. SBT, can we get a budget for the JNAC no. podcast? But this is an intimate it's setting. It's an intimate setting. Thank you. Yeah, well, Thank sometimes, you. Sometimes, like, breath and, and you know. <laughs> That's why these icebreakers are right here on I the got table. These mints drips. The mints is here. Sometimes that don't, that don't involve intimacy. <laughs> so, I'm going to throw it around the room. What does intimacy mean to y'all? Well, I'm going to start because I've been thinking about this um, ever since we talked We talked last about it. Mm-hmm. And I think from intimacy, <clears throat> intimacy me always went to the sex part. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, it's really very, very, very not sex. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what, that's the, it leads up to it. Mm-hmm. But growing up and my life and what made me really think about what's going on and why I struggle with it is I started thinking about growing up. How was I, how did I grow up? And immediately the first thing I thought of is when I thought about intimacy is, is sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as I read up on it, did my due diligence a little bit more. I'm like, wait a minute. Intimacy is much more than sex. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intimacy is more about, being in closeness with your significant <laughs> other, sharing, yeah. yeah, sharing that connection, you know, sharing that togetherness, more so than that connectedness of mm-hmm. sharing the connectedness and the togetherness of the sexual aspect of it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so, I learned a lot, and which made me think about, okay, why am I struggling with it? So it took me back to a bunch of things which I'll talk about later on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think for me, um, it has been. Probably the same, I think, because we grow up, you know, in a culture that glorifies sex. So that's all you see first, you know, as as uh, in an intimate way, people acting out, you know, certain things in an intimate way, even just, you know, clean TV, you know, just couples. That's what you saw or whatever. So you do have to learn that there is a difference um, between it. So but I know that we, we call people our best friend, you know, so I know that there are things still to this day that my best friend knows that my husband don't know. Right. So that's intimate. (laughs) You know, those those are intimate things. So, you know, friendships can be intimate. So that was my, my look of it being in a relationship or having like a really close friend. Those things were intimate things to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't equate it with sex, but I've, I, even when you were younger, you didn't, even when I was younger, I don't, I don't remember, but I think that you are always more enlightened than us, us heathens over here. Here you go, here you go. Uh, No, um, no, I was not. um, So now I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a, make you feel bad. So because of my past and because of being abused and molested, intimacy was not sexual. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it was did you, different. Did you think it was a bad word? I, I'm no, sorry, no, no, I'm cutting you no. off. Keep keep no. going. We're getting so, to it later. So, yeah, so for me, intimacy has always been, and, and I've heard it described this, and it's the best way I think to say it, is into me see. Mm-hmm. So when you think about intimacy, it's somebody seeing into you. Okay. Not someone using your body. Because I think that having the past like I do, my body is here. My heart is here. 
some people could have your body, but they couldn't have your heart. Mm, okay. And intimacy to me is not having my body. That's, you know, that's that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But it's having my heart, having having the in the innermost parts of me, knowing the innermost parts of me. And so that is the is is to me intimacy. And everybody doesn't get to go into that. Kind of like, you know, the holies of holies. Right. <laughs> Everybody don't get right. to go into that that's, secret place. That's right. You the only allow the holies of holies. You know what that is, boy. I know you. I know you. We go explore it later. This is what I. See? Hide and Somebody else started. <laughs> y'all go behind the veil. Behind the veil. We go behind the veil. Don't get started because I know where you can go. Do not get started. But no, seriously, the. The, the intimacy portion is really seeing somebody taking down their guards, taking down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of their walls that they've mm-hmm. built up and allowing you inside. And that is not just a sexual thing. It's not even just a friendship thing. That's a level of, you know, and I, I also believe I have, there's people who have been in my life who I know things about that nobody will ever know, even if our relationship has been completely uh, destroyed mm-hmm. I would never reveal those things Because I take intimacy so seriously That you cannot You cannot abuse intimacy Even when the relationship Is gone and yeah. over Yeah, That's a, That's a great point you just made It's ironic that you said that Because my best friend He um, sent me a text And he was just like I just want to tell you how much I love you You know you've been there for me And you know at my d- deepest, darkest moments, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, bro, you don't understand how much you've been there for me. Yeah. And that intimacy right there, you, it's, it's like we were just talking about stuff that yeah. only he and I know. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny. And it's just like, yeah, I never told nobody. Nobody never knows this stuff about me mm-hmm. but you. Yeah. And how we held each other up. And when everybody thought that I was here because the way my dad let, had us grow up and everything mm-hmm. like that, you know, the deepest things, right. That intimate stuff that I was struggling with, that I was hiding because mm-hmm. I didn't want nobody to see yep. this because I had yep. to uphold this image. Right. Yep. Right. So that's, in, that's, that's uh interesting that you made that comment because mm-hmm. that, that he had just sent that yesterday, mm-hmm. just thanking me for being uh, there for him. And I said vice versa because he didn't realize that either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, same for me. I'm, I'm well, same for me with the Vaughns. I, I I instantly equated it to sex because that like like someone may mention of it on television. I, that's that's pretty much mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they where they take you. Um. So yeah, it, it it definitely was was sex, and you know, just moving on to like struggles. Although I do want to circle back before I go there. I do want to circle back because of something that you said about. Abuse, mm-hmm. um, trauma. I'm gonna call it trauma. Yeah, let's call it that. Um, th- how did it affect your ability to be intimate? Did or did it at all? Did it? Did it? Did it hinder you? Did it? Did it uh, affect how close you let people come? Or you know what? It, <laughs> you, I don't mean physically. No, but no, but I'm saying like you could answer that pretty well yourself right, too right. about me. Um, it, it, but I think by the time you came along, by the time we got married, I, I had healed a lot. Yeah. 
God had taken me through a lot of series and stages of healing. Uh, you were you were just you were the final piece of cake with the extra icing, you know, that kind of was like <laughs> a lot of icing. I know <laughs> that was kind of like you are you're, you 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 now know how to remove the barriers. Yeah. So I, I had to learn over the years how to remove barriers because, no, it's very, very hard to trust people after being in traumatic situations. Yeah. And um, even like, you know, the message that I preached a, a week ago now, I think it's like a week ago now, by the time this podcast airs, your, your beginning of your life shapes a lot of how you feel about relationships, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that beginning of my life, you know, um, being separated from my parents, uh, being in a place where I didn't know people, then being abused and then, you know, going through molestation, those different things. All of those led up to me becoming a very hard person that did not allow vulnerable parts of me. Yeah. So I had to struggle with being vulnerable right. for a lot of my life because being vulnerable made you a victim. Mm -hmm. And so you had to take that back. And, and this is very... I, I say that because, and then I want to um, kind of hit, because I know we can quickly turn this into us talking again, because we like to talk to each other. Oh, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> so we going to turn this back to the bars. My job today, I am a good host. I'm not going you're to not just going nominate. Over. The All right. Well, you didn't ask me a whole loaded question. No, I right. know, uh, so uh, I just wanted you to give right. me the, the cliff notes. Okay. Oh, well, you know, I don't do cliff you know, notes. Trauma well, yeah. for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Let me finish what I'm saying so we can move on. So you, some people equate vulnerability with being a victim when actually you cannot have intimacy without being vulnerable. Yeah. You can't have intimacy unless trust. you share something. And not just trust, but you actually take something of value and share it with someone not knowing what they're going mm -hmm. to do with it. Because sometimes people will use things that you say in a vulnerable position mm -hmm. against you later. Yeah. And so you have to be willing to be vulnerable to have intimacy. Mm -hmm. And that is the part that I had to struggle with over the years is being vulnerable with others. Now I do it too well. I think I, I'm easy to like even sharing things on, on the pulpit and different things that I do, but it's because God freed me from that, letting me know that actually my power. Yes is in being vulnerable mm -hmm. because by me being vulnerable and being, you know, cause some people out there when I'm preaching, they feel like I'm just talking to them and it's an intimate right. thing that's happening, even though we're in the building with a whole bunch of other people, but it is intimate. But it is intimate. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to learn how to be vulnerable because that vulnerability was a superpower. Yeah. It was something that now I could minister to other people and they could see themselves. And so that helped them to be free. But you have to understand that vulnerability is not bad. What it does is it now frees other people because now they feel like I'm not by myself. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what intimacy does. Intimacy makes you know that you have somebody that's, that's with you. And you know, that's good that you said that because that's how I came into the church. Mm. You know, that I came to church one day just because mm -hmm. fighting with, well, not fighting, well, yeah, fighting with Fatima <laughs> when she Fatima. first came in. Because <laughs> Fatima, for the first two years that Fatima was here, yep. she was like, you going to come to church? I was like, if you say one more time, <laughs> you know, it was a whole, it's going. So it got to the point where I would not come home from work yeah. until I knew Fatima and the kids were going to church. Yeah. yeah. And um, so one day my little daughter, she was, what, two at the time? Daddy, you going to come to church? Nah. 
Daddy, you going to come to church? Okay, I'm going to come to church. Right when football season is over, I'm going to come to church. All <laughs> right. <laughs> so one thing led to another. Football. I come home from work one day. Fatima just got, she ain't saying nothing to me no more. I just come get my long suit out the closet. Your long suit. My long, my, long the only suit, suit that only I had. The only suit you had. It wasn't a suit. You know, long suit. suit. It I wasn't no suit. It was a black suit. Your long suit. suit. My only suit. <laughs> and I come to church. And I'm sitting there, and I swear to God, that two hours I was there, well, no, that 45 minutes Yeah, I was about to say, Bishop didn't preach that, that long back then. <laughs> pastor Bishop, not then, Pastor I swear to God, he was just he talking was just straight talking to, to me. Yep. And me, he and I was having this intimate moment yeah. where yep. I felt yeah. like I was rising out the, the out the seat, yeah, like gravitating towards him. Yeah. And ever since that, I never forget. I walked. He and then he, he used to say his his every Sunday thing. Don't worry about that seat next to you because if that person was there, he not going here. She not going to be here. Right. Next week. I took that as a challenge. So I walked right yep. down to the pulpit. He was down there and I introduced myself and I said, I just want you to know I had a pre-planned <laughs> trip next week, but I'll be back after yeah, that. Yeah. And after that, I, I have walked through the doors and 20 some odd years later, yeah, yeah. I haven't walked back out. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. that intimate moment right there. Yep. That little 45 minutes yep. was my intimate moment where I got I was real vulnerable and didn't even know I was vulnerable. Right. Because I was there like what you going to say right. to me? <laughs> say something so I can look at Fatima and say, see, and then be out the door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right. it turned totally opposite. Yeah. So uh, in your, in your, in y'all travels, I know y'all, y'all run the marriage department and I know you, do, you've done a lot of counseling and not, not specific to certain individuals or relationships, but is there, what kind of issues have y'all seen with intimacy um, in dealing with people like, you know. I, I think all the marital issues have to do with intimacy. Okay, <laughs> isn't that the truth? in 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 some way, shape, or form? I think when it when we just be honest, yeah. you know, when we look at it and what we've experienced, um, it it all comes from that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we have um, we would have sessions with um, kind of group sessions, like we would start them. You know, so we have three or four couples that were, you know, preparing to get married. So we sit there and we throw questions out and we give them stats and, you know, godly information and the, you know, the word of God and everything. And then they will kind of talk little bits here and there. But then, you know, me or my husband we might get a call, you know, from the husband. He would get a call from the husband. I get a call from the wife. OK, I got this going on. Yeah. And I got that going on, you know, like this, you know, I feel so maybe from like their past experiences and now they're terrified and they realize I, I got to tell my husband or, you know, to husband to be, you know, about this particular situation or things that they possibly had shared and it wasn't received well. Yeah. You know, so then people, you know, didn't realize now you're all all the way to this stage mm -hmm. of now I'm getting premarital counseling. Someone is bringing something up and now wait a minute. Now I, I might need to backtrack about 10 steps because we don't date well. We don't have these conversations in yep. dating, you know, yeah. if we dated, you know, you're at right. all. So that's why I say I think pretty much all of the the situations that we come up against, they come against a lack of um, intelligence about what intimacy is yeah. mm -hmm. and how it looks for your life. Yeah. That's, yes. that's the other thing. Like we can look at other people's relationship and use it as an example, even Christ, you know, but then we still know who we, we should know who Christ is. 
what his purpose was on the earth, you know? So the scripture that says that you will do, you know, he's talking to the disciples and saying that you're going to do these things that I'm doing and even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember like when God gave me revelation that even more doesn't mean because we're God now. Right. That even more means that you're going to have more time, more yeah. people, more ability. Uh-huh. He was on, you know, his ministry was for three years. Yeah. More capacity. You know, so more capacity. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have more time. So we, if we, if I look at people as an example and I see something that I like, but then, okay, what is it really that you like? Do you like that they communicate well? Do you like that they're, you know, they're jovial, they laugh together, whatever, and you're looking for that. But a lot of times we just kind of look at the two people and then try to create ourselves. Let me be senior pastor. Mm -hmm. Let me be first G. If I turn into that person, then maybe I'll get what they're getting. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. work it doesn't that work way. Like that. You got to no. look at the principles of what you see in them, you know, so that you realize, okay, what is it really that I'm liking mm-hmm. about her? What is it really that I like about them? And if, if people aren't willing to do that, then they get stuck in, in this is what marriage looks like. And then it didn't work that way for me. So I must not need it to be married. No. Yeah. And I love that you said, I'm going to take you back a little bit that we don't date well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, there's a lot of things that you see when you are first mm-hmm. starting in relationship, and you ignore and it. you ignore them, <laughs> and the person is, and not only do you ignore them, but you don't even have those conversations yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, and it's funny because now because I think because me and Greg got married, we were getting married both for the second time. Mm-hmm. I think that there was a lot of conversations that we had because of that fact. Like we knew we were looking, we were searching for red flags. That's good. Like we were searching. That's exactly how it should be. (laughs) And saying like, is this a red flag? Cause uh, this can turn around right quick. Yeah. I I do want to clarify that doesn't mean we weren't open. No. Just because I'm looking for and searching Mm -mm. and making sure I'm paying attention to red flags. Doesn't mean that I'm a closed book and you can't penetrate my barrier. It just means that, I have a heightened level of awareness. Yes. And that helps you so that you know what you're stepping into. Exactly. Because a lot of people like to step into things uninformed. Yeah. At least with at least if I'm armed with the information. Yes. I can make better decisions. Exactly. And so there's there's certain things you're like we had the conversation and this is not against anybody. Let me just say this. It is not against anybody or any struggle. But I specifically, he had the conversation with me once. Well, if I was um, addicted to drugs, would you still uh, marry me? She and, said, nope. And I went off. Like, I'm like, hold up. What are you trying to tell me? Are you telling me that you have a problem? Oh and you're just trying to see what I'm... <laughs> like, I went off. And he was like, you don't love me enough to love me through that? I, was, I said... I was trying to tell you that, that's that nobody's sickness saying... And like, health like, <laughs> right. It is. Well, you it know, is. But we weren't ahead. married. Yeah. 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 We weren't married yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah, We were still dating. Yeah. So for me, it's like, no, I got to make this decision now. And the reason why is because now I didn't know I was going to be a senior pastor, but I did know that ministry was was in my life. Mm-hmm. And I fully understand that the way the enemy fights yes. people in leadership yes. is he attacks the people around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you got a weakness like that, you need to understand what you're stepping into. Yeah. Because that's dangerous territory to have some to have a stronghold that you have not dealt with with in, in and then yeah. coming into a marriage to yeah. someone who who already knows I got a target on my back. Right. Yeah. 
So I so we had that conversation, but that was not for him to not share. That's not for anybody else to feel like, you know, oh, well, I, I can't be with anybody because of my past. No, you just have to have somebody that understands it. Number one. Yeah. You have to have somebody that's that's fighting with you. Mm-hmm. Number two. Yes. And you have to know that. Yeah. Right. So that was the conversation that I had with him. I said, I don't understand that struggle, mm-hmm. but I also know that the enemy will definitely use that yes, struggle. He's definitely definitely going to exploit it. Yeah. I said, and I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can handle that fight. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's very good honesty because yeah. that's another thing that we don't reason why we don't date well. We're not honest. We're with not ourselves. honest with ourselves yeah. or yeah. with others. And that's a uh, interesting thing because I, I have my brother right now. He's married and he has an addiction problem. Yeah. And when you said that the enemy is throwing it, the enemy is throwing it yep. at him big time. Yep. This last ep- incident he had, we had had a Christmas party at his house. As soon as everybody left, he stole, uh, broke down all the ring equipment in the house and went and pawned it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that caused, you know, his wife, she was like, well, I can't take this no more. Right, right. You know, you got to go. You got to make a decision. Yeah. So. And sometimes, and let, let me throw in here, sometimes it's not even just... And I always say that people that are in these types of situations, it's not like they choose to be. Exactly. It's a, a lot of times, you know, it's, it is mental and it is a lot mm-hmm. of other things. It's, it's psychological. It's physical. There's a lot of things. But it's also a stronghold. It's spiritual. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And you have to have that understanding of it yeah. because that that fight is not easy. Yeah. And and. I'm sure I, I don't know any person in their right mind that would not choose their family over an addiction. Exactly. Exactly. But the addiction is it's oftentimes too strong and we're not intimate enough with each other to know that this thing that I'm fighting, I, 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 I got to share why I'm fighting it, too. That's the intimate part of it. Yeah. Actually digging and getting into those things and getting the help. You got to be intimate and with others, getting the yes. help, and that's sharing where, that. And that's a great point because from that, he made he realized that, am I going to lose everything that yeah. I got? And now he went and got baptized. Yeah. He's in a step program. Yeah. You know, he's he's really doing doing well now because uh-huh. he finally, because it didn't, it's been on him, it's been on him for so long that, you know, He's finally taking the steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that intimate, like you said, that intimate moment with his wife, you mm-hmm. know, that addiction is an intimate situation between yeah. you and that, that you know, because you can't let it go. You're right. And like you said, you are risk family and everything yep. for that drug because that means you yep. got an intimate relationship right. with that. Yep. And for him to, to realize that and putting forth the effort. I really commend them and, and things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's that big part about it, that, you know, that just triggered things in my mind yep. that it took me right to him. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And to see where he's going now, like I said, I'm so very proud of him and, and um, I'm fighting for him, fighting yeah. with him, everything. Yeah. You know? And you and you have to know that because when you are intimate with people, when you have an intimate relationship with someone, their fight is not just their fight. You in battle too. Yep. Because you love yeah, people. You know what? That's that's one thing I wanted to to jump in there and say. We would ask the question of people um, in the class if there was something that you saw, found out, or learned about your you know fiance because we're yeah. you know doing premarital counseling. Um, if you found that out, 
would you still be with them? Mm-hmm. But that question, after a while, like, they would answer it and everything. And, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, they got a little quirkiness and all of that. But that question, it still goes back to the dating portion. Mm-hmm. Did you talk about some of right. these things? Yep. Because I think what we don't realize, and maybe, you know, we'll go into it now or later, what we don't realize is our marriages are assignments. right. Our marriages are assignments. Yep. So all of these things that we're saying, all of these things that we're talking about, the reason why we're trying to get to know one another better and understand things about one another, because the two of us are being brought together to conquer something. Yeah, We've been brought together to break a generational mm-hmm. curse. We've been brought together mm-hmm. to bring families into the earth. We've been brought together to save, heal, and deliver. There's a lot. There's all God, <laughs> you know, really is in it. But when we seek to just satisfy ourselves, then I think that gets misconstrued, you know, in the marriages, you know. So when we would talk and again, we would ask those questions. A lot of times the couples would be like dumbfounded. Like, you know, it's like, well, what do you mean? You know, right. find out something, yeah. you know, and I can't deal with it because you guys, you aren't talking to one another. Yep. Yeah. You haven't figured things out. Now, Trudel and I were not saved, you know, when we got married and we won't go, you know, back into that. But when I look back on our relationship, I know God was in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know God was in it because Trindle pursued me when no boyfriend back then had pursued me or pursued me in a way that was worthy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pursued me in oh, a way a that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. Like you gotta look at you gotta if we say and the word does say that <laughs> when a man finds a wife, uh-huh. he finds a good thing right. and obtains favor of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then that means that I am a good thing. Right. This is what I tell my, told my daughter all years. You just worry about being a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. You just make sure that you are a good thing. Yeah. So when he finds me, it all it don't say when a man finds a woman. Right. It don't say when a man finds a girl. Right. It says when a man finds a wife. Yep. So now I have to be living like a wife. Right. Well, how does a wife live? A wife is taking care of her husband. A wife is making sure that there are things in the house that needed to, you know, to eat or be taken care of. That's what a wife does. So I have to be walking and living that way. I have to, number one, be yep. a good thing. Yep. And then I have to be living like a wife. Man, that's so that's so great. And and I do want to push it forward, but this is a great conversation. But I do want to push it forward because it's something that that uh the two of you made mention of about um I think part of this conversation too is you have to be intimate with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about conversations before you were dating. So I'm gonna get into the weeds a little bit about me and w- the conversation that I opened up to y'all about mm-hmm. when we talked about this podcast. So I struggled with intimacy, but not it it was for the lack of information and knowledge. Mm-hmm. I was ignorant to what intimacy really meant. Mm-hmm. So I got into my first marriage. I really believed in marriage, even though I wasn't saved at the time. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call myself saved at the time. Mm-hmm. I understood marriage. I believed in marriage. I believed in better or worse. I believed in being committed. I, I did then. <laughs> I had to learn that one, too. Uh, learn how to be committed. But what I didn't understand was it was like, okay, I, I had no issues with sex. It wasn't like when I say I, I lacked intimacy, it doesn't mean that I didn't want to have sex. I wanted mm-hmm. to have sex. I wanted to have sex. But 
it was all the other stuff that <laughs> I had no idea that it made me yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I uh, maybe I should talk to somebody. I really don't understand. <laughs> we all need Maybe I should talk to somebody. No, because the reason why I said it is because I don't know why. I don't yeah. know why I'm uncomfortable with it. And what I mean is like, you know, the the whole, and I, I'm not saying this to be funny, but like the staring into each other's eyes, holding each other, just, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like it made me so uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I don't, and it, and it and wasn't. I loved her, I loved the marriage, I loved being with her, but it was like I did not want to do that. And when we were talking about the love languages, it was like I had to learn mm-hmm. that in a marriage or in a friendship or whatever the case may be, it's a give and a take, yeah. and it's not just yeah. I have to seek mm-hmm. out everything that make me yeah. happy yep. or comfortable. Yes. I have to understand that even if it goes against maybe my comfort, my mm-hmm. comfort, yeah. I have to also seek out the approval of the other person, the happiness of the other person. So sometimes I may have to do that, but it was like, yeah, I, I just that was a big struggle for me. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, I, I stress it. It wasn't that I wasn't just seeking sex. I knew that I really, really loved this person, mm-hmm. but it was like, that was just so, it was like, and, and the, my fight for it, it wasn't that I don't want to do it. It was that I didn't understand that I needed to do it. It was mm-hmm. like, I'm here. I'm providing. I'm doing all this. Like, why do I have to do that? Like, how come you just can't get over it? And it was like, because that's my love language. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And it's like yeah. you giving me everything that you think I need. Right. That ain't that ain't that ain't satisfying yeah. me. Yeah. I can't define what you need. You got to tell me. Mm-hmm. And I got to be open to it. Yeah. So that's, and that's what you said cuz when you brought this up after our first one, like I said it really made me think cuz that's one thing Fatima's love language is physical touch. One of them. One of them. <laughs> and time. Quality time. Yeah. So I had to think of why do why am I struggling? My wife tells she said it to me one time. She said, "Are you uncomfortable with touching me?" It's like no, yeah. But like you said, why am I having this such this hard time with the that yeah. intimate side? Yeah. So I was thinking about it. I said, you know what? I think I done finally after all these years and put my finger on it. Growing up, big part of you are who you you know. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm the oldest. Of thirteen kids, eight of us are boys. Oh wow! Yeah, eight the, of us the are first, boys. I know it was the thirteen. First eight are yeah. boys. The, the first, first eight are all boys. The first eight are boys, and the first four of us we stair step. Mm-hmm. So, my intimacy intimacy started with wrestling, fighting, even with my cousin, the mm-hmm. only girl that was around us at the time. She was fighter, wrestler. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. no, hey, Nicole. So no, it was like, it was all, every time our NBC was this, this, even mm-hmm. with my uncle, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yep. Then growing up, starting to date, starting to get girlfriends and stuff like that, I still didn't hug, mm-hmm. kiss, you know, hold yep. hands, yeah. you know, especially after that first love. I fell in love at 12. Yeah. <laughs> 12. We broke Aww. up. We broke so up. We broke up four love. years. We woke up like three and a half years <laughs> later, which killed any type of, any type of. Wait, how many 
We twelve. We broke up at I was fifteen. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a long relationship, a long for, relationship 12. for twelve. Normally yeah, twelve really don't last through uh, don't no, last through recess. Well, we broke. We would, we would <laughs> break like up on the but happened and then you break yeah, up. Yeah, we literally broke up. <laughs> I was fifteen. She was she had moved to racing and you know yeah, yeah. it but was too far of a commute. It was too far. No, actually it wasn't. <laughs> but twelve year old. But the funny thing about it Mama, was, can you take me? Can you take me with right. my friend, yeah. my girlfriend? But the, the, the irony of it is, though, her mom was my hairstylist. Oh, okay. oh let's, oh, move, on. Oh, let's, oh, let's oh. move on. Time let's out. move on. Time out. Wait a minute. I can't move on. Wait a minute. What do you mean? She was your hairstylist. I, I had a curl. I know, I know this. Yeah, we, you know, we look. I know this is a podcast, but you ain't got one <laughs> strand of hair. That's why you don't have no hair because all the process burned from, from, <laughs> 80, burned from, it. 80, from 82 to 87 when I, I graduated. I need a picture. I need a picture. <laughs> of you. I'm gonna show we you gonna right there. Oh, your ice cube curl. Ice cube was Michael Jackson and Melvin Riley from Ready for the World. You had good hair. I had good curls. But. I say this to say, oh all my, my God. all my relationships, it wasn't no, it was yeah. the intimacy was the sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So going into my relationship with Fatima, going into <laughs> our marriage, going into thirty years in our marriage, you know, I'm struggling because I never had to hold nobody. I yep. never had to. So it wasn't so much that I was, um, what did I say it was? Uh, Ashamed or whatever, yeah. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Right. Now I was ashamed of saying I didn't know how to do yeah. it. Maybe that's what it. That, that I, this is the first time I like really said it. Maybe I, it's just that I didn't know. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And now we're trying to. I'm trying to work on the non-sexual intimacy. What's that? That physical. Mm-hmm. That's one of the five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is uh, physical touch. Physical yeah. touch. That night is like spiritual, intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Relationship and then um, this five non-physical mm-hmm. intimacies you got, you and go it through. can really be um, uncomfortable on uncomfortable. both sides. Yep, because then you begin to realize that okay, now I'm I'm not just telling you that I want this, and then you just react. You just go ahead and start the actions. Yeah, yeah. now I I I legit gotta. Like, teach you. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is what yeah. I need you to do. Like, yeah. this is what it looks like, right. you know, to me. So that can be it's awkward. awkward. It can be awkward. And it's, yeah. like, very, very technical. But at the same time, it's something that we need to have the conversation like we are, that we need to have the conversation because the, the world is having the conversation. Right. And I we're remember not. <laughs> like the different books and, you know, you seeing books, you know, you up late when, you know, we grew up when TV went off, but right. before the TV went off, it was commercials about, you know, Karma Sutra books yeah. and, you know, different yeah. things like that, that the world is like teaching you, yeah. you know, different things. But then we don't want to talk about it. The thing that we know God created, Created in marriage and sex for intimacy, all of that, the things that he created, but then we don't want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you I'm, know? A, I'm a three year old when it comes to that because that's that's probably my problem. Like, <laughs> I, look at the, I look at the Karma Sutra book and it's like, that's funny to me. <laughs> you are so bad. I'm laughing. But, I'm it's, laughing. but then it begins to be like you were saying, you know, your 
experiences that happen, you know, senior pastor, when you're growing up, when we grow up and we see stuff like that, then it is like, okay, it's shocking. That's weird. What is that? You know, that I just saw because you did see it with five, six, seven year old eyes. You did get the thought or the loving touch that you should have got, but you got it ripped away from you Mm -hmm. in some sort of trauma, you know, so it really does go all the way back to that. So people don't want to deal with Mm -hmm those particular things but it's like sometimes it does have to go back to that yeah. in order for you to, to break go you, forward yeah. you know and then you know the other aspect of that I didn't have nobody to go talk to about it either yeah like that, my dad my dad had yep. like four or five different women yeah so Man. and then what yes. I saw in that it was like his intimacy was I didn't see the 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 sexual side. Well, I ran in on him once, but oh, that's Lord. different. Look, too much intimacy. <laughs> what I seen was his intimacy with them was making sure that they was taken care of, yeah. mm-hmm. making sure that they didn't have to want for anything, yep. making sure on holidays they he you know it wasn't a you know I never outside of with my mom, but they divorced when I was five. I never seen them like really hug. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, I would kind of hear it sometimes, like the li- different little um, nicknames he had for everybody. But yeah. then it was never no hug and it was never no, because, you know, he never really was in public what well, he was in public. But it was mm-hmm. never no yeah. intimate, you yeah. know, so. Walking, then, holding hands, hands being you know, a part, yeah. Hug. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. when I go to talk to him about it, you know, he like what you like what you, what, no what you talking about? He brought because because he's uncomfortable because, you know, yes, because yeah. he's uncomfortable because, because again, he doesn't know how to yeah, to react. Exactly. No, yeah. I and just then because have five again, women. I'm talking, right. All right, I'm talking to a man that's gonna say, "Are you knocking it out the park?" <laughs> Well, well, yeah, well, yeah. well, yeah, I'm 12. I'm, 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 I am, I think. At 15, 16, now, when I got all these different girlfriends like oh, him Lord. now, yes, you know, well, I ain't had no, I ain't had no complaints. What'd she say when she saw? What she, yeah. <laughs> you know, but even going to talk to my Which mom, that wasn't no conversation That's I was a, having with my uh, mom. At one, she wasn't even in town. She had moved to Kokomo, so I didn't have nobody even go talk to her about yeah. it. So yeah. you know. what, I, what I was what my version of intimacy was was, you know, are you knocking it in the, the head in the headlock? We plan pushing on each other and you or know, knocking it out the yeah. park. Or knocking it out the park. You give what? her no noogie. No, no, she, not no more. <laughs> not no more. I did, I did. I did for a minute, and it was like if you grab me <laughs> on top of my head, like I am scruffy the dog one more time. And then I was confused. You know, you know that whole. Now like, you're confused. I'm sure you love. No, that, that was, was like, like the first, you know, like chummy hit you on the arm. And you got people walk past you and they mess up your hair. I was like, uh, Negro. <laughs> yes, why are you right. touching now, my hair? Because you, you ain't, like, like you said, what, like you what said, you uh, First G, you ain't let me know ahead of time. Right, exactly. you know, so you didn't exactly. let it go on for so while. So I'm thinking this is part of our intimacy. This is <laughs> but, part of that. This is like, part of that hugging and that, that, <laughs> that physical intimacy part. It's just no, it's a, not it's a sad situation. <laughs> like it's the one that we stayed together. Y'all long. been married 30 years. 30 30 years. God. Look at God. If it wasn't Jesus. <laughs> and the blood. you know, like you said, the other part, I'm thinking, well. I, you don't have to worry about no lights being turned off. You exactly. don't have to worry about. I, so you know, I, actually, yeah. I actually said that in my first marriage once. Yeah. I actually said that. Yeah. Chandler still says it. I don't. I, I, ain't said, I ain't said that in a long Chandler time. Chandler still says it. Wait, wait, wait. No. Okay, I'm going to say this. Okay, remember, we were supposed to be getting like a big like insurance check that's supposed to be coming. And I said, 
It's been like three weeks. I said, should I call the people? Because I don't think they sent the check. And he was like, they've been sent that check. I said, well, how come you didn't tell me? He said, well, the lights ain't off, are they? Gas <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still on. I and said, you pay, you, you, pay, you put all that a, money in the tithe ball, I said, if you ever let a check come in here that big, and I tell me about it. <laughs> He's the lights on. You know, and, but you know what? That's Since we're here, that's another level of intimacy. It is. Financial intimacy. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Some people do not have, I yes. find this, I've, I'm flabbergasted a lot of times. When you look at people who do not have, they don't even let their finances uh, cohabitate right right, right. <laughs> merge together they don't let that happen so it's like what level of what are you not trying to yeah to share that's a level it is trauma it has trauma. to be taught it because yeah. me and me and Trenda, we were taught and that's a trust we were taught it. yeah because yeah. 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 my dad was a big dude on finance and all the money is his and yep. controlling mm-hmm. although you because money is power yeah. right yeah. although yeah. you did say the other day that you didn't you say something about having a, a stash put up somewhere? When I was preaching, that yeah, you said oh, that yeah. on Sunday. That no, I, uh, I was saying people stash. do that. Oh, I thought you. I thought you said you did that. I was like, <laughs> so I was in. The, I ain't I was got the, no stash. So I was downstairs in my normal spot, and it was like, and uh, um, what's the name? Asked me, said, did, does does she have a, a stash somewhere? I said, if she do, I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's what I said about Fatima too. She like, I was like, I don't know. I just know what you tell me. I right. don't have. I don't have. Say, all <laughs> but we were talking. Bank accounts yeah. are the same. Like we we're on. All of the bank accounts together with, you know, I don't have, we each have separate accounts and then we have a joint account. So like, you know, we, so we have, but we see all the money, you know, we have a household account. We have a joint account. We have, he has an account. I have an account. We have a savings account. So everything is separated, Mm -hmm. but but still it's all together. You You can can see see. all the balances. Yeah. So you, so you're, you're still together, but it don't mean that like, I ain't got to go ask him for permission to go buy this bread at the store. Right. Why not? You know what? Don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have to do all of that. But I. But we. You still have to talk about those things. Yeah. Yeah. Because even your finances. If you have both. One of the things that I realized when me and Greg got married, I was like, Oh, this. We gonna have to do something because neither one of us are disciplined Mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. When it came to money. Oh my God. Because we both want stuff and we both be like, you know what? You deserve that. You know what? You gotta have somebody in the marriage service the other day on Amazon looking for a suit. And I looked at him and I said, Not in church. That is why we can't save nothing. But you know it's funny that you say that. I remember Fatima and I when we first put when we first Mm -hmm. connected our joint account. Yep. Every week. It will be so overdraft. Oh, and I was like, "This is ridiculous! Right. Yeah. Like, we can't we keep going, doing this. We can't keep doing we this. We go and look at why it's overdraft. I didn't win somewhere and spend so. <laughs> she didn't win somewhere. Like, wait a minute, we ain't counting. You didn't like, count. You ain't telling each other, but yeah. that finance is a big thing because that's the yeah. first thing I, you know, growing up with my dad. He was very controlling, yeah. especially when it came to came money. to money. Mm-hmm. Especially when it came to money. I mean, that's that was one of our biggest. Lack of intimacies because he would try to control my money, mm-hmm. and we were both bullheaded at the same time. Yeah. So that was one thing. I would watch how he went in with my mom <laughs> wait, and everything. Wait, wait, 
<laughs> Wait, I can't I can't let you go past it because we talk about money. And then we had a really, really ignorant moment. Like one time, Trittle's dad tried to take some, you know, some birthday gifts or whatever and <laughs> throw them away. And we're yeah, we not yeah. going to get into it. But I remember me and Trittle standing out. Trittle was talking up to him on the phone and he was just like, don't be bringing this stuff over here. It was some stuff that we had bought from one of his little sisters. Oh, my nephew. And I was like, what in the world is he talking about? He talking about he going to throw this stuff away. And then Trittle's like, you ain't going to throw my stuff away. I said, we got money. I'm in the back. We got money. Tell him, throw it away. We're going to buy it all over again. <laughs> Trittle said, just throw it away. We're going to buy it all over again. <laughs> See that? He was right or die. It was Where so we was. It was so ignorant. It was so ignorant. Because we ended up knocking on the door at the oh house. Oh my God, it was horrible. It was it terrible. Was horrible. It was but, we, but we learned, we learned from like situations like that. Like, why do we have to like act yeah. like that, number one? And because we were really, Trenda was trying to, you know, emancipate himself, you know, yep. from yeah. the thoughts, you know, of the family members. And that's sometimes what we, what we have to it's do. It's hard. It, it's hard to do that. Yeah, it's hard. Absolutely. And we and got especially, taught. Especially, for me, because mm-hmm. my dad and I, we more we were more like mm-hmm. best friend brothers, mm-hmm. you and know? you were the oldest. And yeah, that's, that's, oldest. that has a lot and to so do with he it. Put me on this such this pedestal, yeah. mm-hmm. and not only did he have me on this pedestal, but then like I was I was like literally his best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to watch everything he did, and that we tend to think we say I'm not gonna be like that. Yep. I think, but subconsciously. Everything you do is yeah. exactly like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It either goes two ways for me. It either goes you follow that path or you do an abrupt 180 and do the complete opposite. Exactly. But it, it, it's usually one or two, yep. And yeah. that's where it came you in with the You don't say in the middle, part. like, what yeah. am I going to do to yeah. not to be not like be that? Right. What, yeah. what right. am I going to? Because it's stuff that I can pick and choose that are, that is really good. Right. You know, because Trindle, like, he talks a lot about, you know, the different things that, you know, were kind of negative. But I said, really, in essence... Your father was a very loving man. Very yeah. loving. He was a very genuine man. He was a very... <laughs> yeah, he loved a lot of women. <laughs> Said five women. But, he was a very loving but man. But he didn't play. He didn't had a lot play. To love he loved them. He had a lot of he love had, He had it. He had it. He couldn't balance it all. He thought he was. But he really no, he loved... Was it. He loved the... <laughs> <laughs> but not just that. Even even keeping you and your brothers together. Like, because you mentioned yeah. your mom moved. Yep. But he was like, no, these are my boys. Like, you know, keeping you... Yeah, yeah. and even before they, yeah. he, they, she moved... He made the conscious decision to get an apartment mm-hmm. and talk to my mom and say, I want the boys to come live with me because mm-hmm. they're at an age now where, you know, it's things you can't teach them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But in that, that's a whole separate yeah, story. It right. is. But it is. that um that's that family, he was all about family. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad had a lot of, you know, the the good qualities far outweigh the bad qualities, but mm-hmm. the bad quality was so magnified yeah. it was that control. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. such a big it's such yeah. a big such one. It's such deal. a big one. Yeah. yeah. But um I had to really fight not to be that way when it came to money. Mm-hmm. You know, cause it, it could have been easy that way because yeah. I seen and that's cause that's all I was in the midst of. Yep. You know, and when we finally after the badly overdrawn checking account we had to sit down mm-mm, mm-mm. Make a, we had to make a decision who was going to be yeah. the financier mm-hmm. of the family it really, and it really was it was still both of us but we made a decision yeah. like you know we have to let each other know yep. you know 
if we spent over this amount of money, which is intimate too, because I got to be vulnerable enough to let you tell right, me. Right. I got to be vulnerable enough to you to say, okay, Fatima, I just spent $300 mm-hmm. on yeah. this. For me at that time, it was all about And like, think about that. Like, like now that. you have to, you're telling this person and then like, you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know like what they're going to say or, you know, okay, well, we needed to do this and this with yep. it. You know, we needed to do these other things to kind of take care of it. So it does make you vulnerable. It does make you kind of sit there. And I want to shout out Elder and Sister Clary because they are some of the ones who helped us. They they walked us through certain things yeah. in our marriage that even, you know, when we came into the church, they're like, no, you got to do this. So, like, we would say, like, $300. They were like, no, $100. Mm-hmm. And we was like, we can't spend 100 It was like, no, right. if it's over 100 you've got to tell your husband, you've got to tell your wife. I was like, okay, dang, they tripping. Like, (laughs) you know, so, but when I, when we got to that place and we start doing that, it was like, okay, because it really is easy to like go and just spend a hundred dollars real fast. And I think, and I think too, even with that, it ain't, it ain't really, you, that number would think, you know, they tripping, but it's like, it ain't really about the number. It's about developing the discipline. Exactly. So, so and, where and the, the number, intimacy with one another so about when, it. So when the number, when you get that discipline, the number doesn't matter. It's like, mm-hmm. you just know, like, all right, I, now I got to discuss this before I just go out here. Yeah. Because we're yeah. in this together. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. So I got, I got something that I just looked up. I want to talk about it real quick as we close out because we've been doing well. I, I do want to tell everybody that's listening to. I know it may. I know it may seem like a lot of these is just you just listen to us talk about personal uh, 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 examples, but I think it really is a helpful place because number one, you can connect to it on a on a human level. We're not we're not being quote unquote preachy, or, or I'm not giving you. Uh, lingo out of a book or something like that, even though it is, but I'm I'm giving it in a way of a, a personal example. So that's also good. But I wanna I wanna bring up something that I just looked up here. This lady's name is Laura Doyle. I don't know who I don't know who she is, but she got six skills that she considers the keys to intimacy. Self care, relinquishing unnecessary control. Obtaining kindnesses graciously, respecting your better half, showing gratitude and showing vulnerability. I will say um, she doesn't say that this is the end all be all, but I will say that, I mean, I'm looking at all this and I'm like, that's exactly what we're talking about Mm -hmm. in all of these things. So I think it's really good. Self-care I really like because that's the one thing I brought up when I was talking about me is being intimate with yourself. Yeah. Because once you're intimate with yourself, you know, we were talking about letting the other person know, if you don't know what you need, you can't tell other people yeah. mm-hmm. what you need. Exactly. So if I'm if I'm struggling with what exactly I like and don't like, then I you know, someone who's with me is gonna struggle with it yeah. too. So I think doing self care is, is is uh is really good. Yeah, and I think self-care, a lot of people self-care is not just like it, it is a form of it, but that's not it. Not getting your hair done or your nails done. No, no, like, no. Self-care yeah. is much deeper it's than that. It's taking an intimate look at yourself. Yes. yes. And I, I I like to think like, you know, my husband knows he has a fit sometimes if I go away by myself, right? Like there's times where I'll go to a woman's conference or I'll go to a different conference or someplace and I'll just go I'll say, Oh, I'll just go by myself. I don't have a because fit. 
that you go off than be by yourself. <laughs> what I have a fit is when you go, I can't be by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, you go you go be he on your left with the kids yeah. he's saying oh, okay. now or with responsibilities, or responsibilities. Or it's like well you going to just hang out and rediscover yourself <laughs> and I just got to take care of everything I when have you in, I have invited you to go off on your own and you don't want to No I don't need all that See that's what he said but see for me I I like I like being with myself yeah. as well I like taking that time for my mind to just mm-hmm. To just be in alone, alone in a room. Yeah, <laughs> just it's me just and Jesus, <laughs> and and I don't have a problem with that. I've never had a problem with things like going to even going out to eat by myself. Mm-hmm. I've, I I do that sometimes because I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with being alone with myself. Um, but I think that you grow into something like that, yeah. and everybody that's not true for them. Some people are like no, I like they like people. I've learned that as I've gotten older. I'm not as much of an extrovert as I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not still not an introvert, but I'm not as much of an extrovert. I don't need, I, I can't always be built up by being in a crowd of people. Right. Now I find I get much more by being alone, spending that time mm-hmm. just regrouping. And I'm telling you, I love it when I can just go. Like I just came back from Birmingham. I went to Birmingham for a meeting with my CCL group, uh, Coach Sophia Ruffin. And I'm telling you, I, and and Coach was asking, "Oh, you going out?" I was like, "No, nah, I'm going back to the room, I'm going to lay down mm-hmm. and just spend time with myself." Like that's that is that's amazing to have that. And when you talk about that intimacy, if you are not comfortable with you, you can't be comfortable no. with anybody completely. Because now I was telling this to somebody I was praying with um, over the phone yesterday. Somebody called me from Savannah, Georgia. Yesterday, they've been watching on. Um, I don't remember. Oh, I didn't know that. Online, yeah. So they they weren't even. They just watch online. Yeah. Oh wow. And um, they wanted prayer, and and you know, and that's one of those things where it's like people are always around and always watching. I don't know if they watching today, but shout out to them if they're listening to this because you know the the key of it is that we want other people to make us happy all the time. Mm-hmm. We want our spouse to do everything <clears throat> mm-hmm. to make us happy. And the reality is, is that there's a level of responsibility for you. And there's a level of responsibility in your choosing. Your choosing also helps whether or not, you know, you got to choose the right person. Yeah. But that's also choosing the right person means you got to know yourself. You have to know mm-hmm. yourself. Yep. Trendle, you brought this up. I'm going I'm to I'm lay it out for everybody. I would I wish it was. I'd look looked this up earlier because we could have had discussions on this but we already weigh in but I think this was good but the five different types of intimacy physical emotional Mm -hmm. intellectual experiential like dealing with experiences and uh, spiritual so those are the five uh, if you're listening go ahead and look that up and uh, see which one um, you know you lean towards I I wouldn't say favorite because I think everything Everything revolves like uh, uh, when Trenda was telling Fontable her love language was, she said one of them. And I was like, I, when we talked about love languages, mm-hmm. I told you, I said, I think you can have a dominant one, but mm-hmm. I think I think they change yep. with feelings, yep. with, with seasons, with yes. everything. It's like you can you can have a wide range of all different kinds at the moment. Yeah. You know, Bishop always says uh, if you if you got burned, uh, even a hug hurts. And it's like, that's a great example. If my thing is physical touch, but I'm at a moment 
a season or whatever where I just don't want that right now, something else would would uh, right. <laughs> yeah, she don't want me to say stimulate, but something else. Yeah, would I'd be like, stop using that word. <laughs> he was using that all the whole last podcast talking about stimulate. All right, y'all. I think I think we've had. Uh, <laughs> Enough fun. This was really, really yeah. great. Let, any, let any me closing. Yeah, yeah let ahead. me add in the last one because you mentioned it last, and I did think spiritual. of it. The spiritual, yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do not share spiritual intimacy. Um, no, definitely. And um, you know, that was one of the things when, when me and Greg were dating. Can you give me a? Can you give me a? I know what it says here, but let me give me your opinions on on that. What do you think spiritual intimacy means? Well, I think for me, I think it would mean sharing spiritual. Uh, spiritual experiences, mm-hmm. you know, praying together, yeah. mm-hmm. um, sharing your, 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 your prayer needs and yeah. different things together. Yeah. Um, focusing in on that, uh, worshiping together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that people don't necessarily do, you yeah. know, like for me and you, it's hard because like you're in the media room and I'm out there on the platform. It's like, we rarely have that time, but we have to be able to do it at home and different things too. Cause normally like for me, I, my prayer time is private and, and in my office or in the bathroom. I, I don't know why the bathroom is such a perfect. I think it's the acoustics yeah. <laughs> for the sound because my speaker and everything. But like I'd be playing the music mm-hmm. in there and, you know. I think you got to know that you built yeah. for the situation. Yeah. Like you may mention of you're out there and I'm in the media room. Or, you know, we may mention of that we sleep in different beds. Yeah. It's like. We didn't make mention of that, but you have now. No, I thought we did talk about it. <laughs> no, we didn't. Okay. You said people. Last week, you said people sleep in different oh, beds. Oh, right. And people, you never said so we do. the thing about it is, I'm not saying that that's all right for everybody. Right. I think you got to know yourself this mm-hmm. whole always getting into, and know your own relationship. Yep. And know what you're built for and what you're not built for. And always take temperature. Do health checks. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we're sleeping in separate beds, but I'm also noticing that, hey, we're slipping further and further apart, mm-hmm. then, you know, I examine it. But no, I, we have an extremely healthy relationship. I, I, you know, I think I've learned that even more so um, since we just had this um, um, foster, foster, we got into fostering. Um, we have an extremely healthy relationship, and some <laughs> yeah. people would say, "No, nah, it's like, wow, you don't sleep in separate beds." I, was, I always say, "Well, that don't mean we don't have sex." <laughs> My God, <laughs> you know, this is, it's just like I snore. I snore very loudly. Mm-hmm. He does. And it's hard to be intimate when you up all night listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. So, but and also though, finding people who who match you. That's why I said, yeah, but I didn't want to yeah. get into this, yeah. but you know, I'm not the one that after we have sex, I want you to lay up here and cuddle with me. Get off me. I'm hot. <laughs> That's the okay. thing. So, oh, we need to discuss so I, I that want too. You, no, no, we don't need to. The, but movies, this, but, the, movies, the movies be killing it the, for Like people. my arm is falling asleep because you laying on it. How about I need you to move and not lay on my arm? Okay? Time out, time out, listeners. Look, look, look. I, I've said this over and over again. We got to qualify things because I think Fonda is shooting me a side eye right now. It's like, I am not saying, no. we are not saying that no. that is... Everyone who does want that is stupid. I don't, I'm not saying that at all. I no. Said, you you got to know, you gotta yourself. know, you gotta know yourself. yourself. You got to know yourself. Yeah. You have yeah. to know. Like, yeah, and you, you have to have those. You have to have those conversations. Yes. Like I'm laughing because I feel like okay, yeah, okay, y'all, y'all gonna get me on this. But like, why? You know, okay, I, I can handle you. You know, when you owe me. But when when it's time to move, like I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying. Yep. Like, yep. 
Because I got what I wanted. Now go on and move. I'll be like that. I'll be like that. That's the adrenaline. I really don't want to be here no more. I'm actually done. I'm actually done. That is great. You like to cuddle. What is the appropriate amount of time? Like, you know what made me so mad? You know what makes me so mad? It's like when I watch movies, it's like y'all are getting taught wrong. So All like, night they land there. It's two different things I hate. It's the the sleep. Oh, together. I already know what he gonna say. It's he gets so mad at me. And the shower. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's like you having. Don't, you don't like. Well, I don't like saying. laying in that spot. You know. No, 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 stop you, it. Go stop it. Now, now you go too far. Now you go too far. Listen, you I'm with you, Trey. I'm out. with you. You gotta and, please, and Tiff okay, always, okay, Tiff okay, always be like, thank you, thank please, you, please. But listen, please. No. the whole. <laughs> but about this. But about but laying I like showering together. No, I do, I said it's fine, but it's no. He says showering together is only good for the woman because we under the water and he just standing that cold. And and uh, the man like, just standing there cold. And it's like having sex standing up is not comfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. They in the movies, they be looking like, oh man, they just this is the best thing ever. No, it's not. Like in the car. It's like when y'all I'm different. too big. When y'all different, when y'all different. There, is something, there is something called a shower bench. Exactly. Well, we don't, well, we don't have that particular shower that. bench. But we have been there, to a hotel that has a shower, shower bench. Benches. Those are very nice. Those are very nice. Are we still we like those. Now we're talking about the I, okay, intimacy we just, that we This is intimacy. intimacy but this is. This is intimacy. But you know what? Yeah, it is. But when you said spiritual, that was one thing. Because think about it. When Fatima got into the church. Clean it up. Clean it we up. Were so, we were so separate yes, spiritually because I was like church hurt. And if you said anything about that caused a lot of friction. Yeah. But now yeah. that who knew that me coming into the church, not only are, is our spiritual intimacy strong, but, well, ex- I'm still getting to that prayer part. But... That we, no, that prayer. No, no, no. Let me clean. No, let me say this. Trudel, I would say... You know, have you you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit? And he was like, Yeah. And then I was like, What why why you don't be praying? You know, like I don't be hearing that power in your prayer. And then he was like, Ain't nobody trying to be all falling out in the room like you be. <laughs> I mean I ain't trying to be all laid out. I was still trying to get used hours. to the what to say part of praying. Like, yeah. Well, you know, because sometimes I'll be like, Okay, like I don't that. I don't know nothing enough to say for forty five minutes. I'm like with you. And I'm with <laughs> you. And you know something else? I, I do not like praying for an hour. I really don't. I, I used to <laughs> So everybody, I'm sorry, I'm a pastor, but, <laughs> but I, 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 I like praying for an hour. I could not stand. I could not stand prayer. Like Monday night prayer, we used to have. I couldn't stand it because I was like, after you about, couldn't stand after prayer. About 10 after about ten minutes, minutes, ten minutes I'm like, I, I'm, and I'm good. SBT, <laughs> that's why you need to be you baptized know, in the Holy Spirit. You just pray in tongues you, for the next you know, forty five. You know, my attention span is only fifteen minutes. <laughs> right. That's that's Greg. But you know what? But you know what the issue is. Y'all attention span is only 15 minutes until that basketball game come Baby, on. Baby, say well, it again. No, I was, time out. No, 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 I can't, no. And then they want to argue because they will sit in front of the no, TV all no, night. No, no, they will, but now nah, I will on, on, on Trindle's behalf and probably most men. Now, they are watching about 10 games. So they watching 10 <laughs> games for 10 minutes every five seconds. Greg ain't watching so, 10 games. Trindle watching 10 games. Here's the difference. Y'all, if y'all really want to, let's go down to comparing them. All right? I know, I know, I know, we over an hour, but listen, this is special. This okay, is a special marriage podcast. <laughs> I'm not 100. When y'all, when y'all praying for an hour, you are zoned in and you, 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 
you and the Holy Spirit are like this right now, right? For that for that whole hour. Not for the whole no, hour. Most Sometimes the, okay. I'm praying. See, that's what I thought. Okay. See, I'm thinking See, that's, y'all, that's why y'all, see, you got to miscommunication. You got to have a conversation. Exactly. Sometimes I'm up there praying and I'm like, ooh, I'm hungry. And Lord, I got to send something to SBT. Oh, what you know what? Do? I'm I gotta, not talking about that right now. Oh, wait, hold on. Lord Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me. Let me focus back in. Sometimes it is like, it's like, that's the same. It's a battlefield of the mind. But you know what? It's a heart condition that you desire to be with God yes. and you have set aside time. I literally set timers sometimes yeah. to say, I am not getting up from here. Lord, if I end up only being with you for 10 minutes because my mind is wandering, you better bring it back. You, I need help, but I'm not moving from this spot yes. until I get, until I train myself. It's you a know, discipline and it's, thing. It's a discipline yeah. and then seasons do change. You know, when kids were little and this little three-year-old showed up Ooh. in our household, right. it didn't change back again. So yep. it looks a little different. So, so. I, so I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. Like, I, Tiffany knows too. I, I she'll never come home. Well, I, I ain't gonna say never, but she it she never came home at at currently and seen me like on my knees by the well, bedside or in the closet, and I'm just going to town. But my thing about it is my relationship with the Lord is I I spend time as I'm doing as I'm going about my day. Like I'm I'm in my head. Like sometimes when I'm zoned out, it's because I'm going through things. I'm like Lord. Help me with this. Help mm-hmm. me with that. And mm-hmm. it's like when I pray, I do have. I'm the type of person where I'll just, I'll have a conversation that someone can actually understand. But in my head, yeah. it's like I'm talking to mm-hmm. him like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I. That's how I talk to him. I now I've, I've, I speak in tongues and I do all of that. Right. But every day throughout the day, I am. I'm, I'm going. to just like, what is this all about, Lord? Like, do this, do mm-hmm. that. That that that's that's how I do it. So I do want to be careful, even though I understand. Where Phantom is coming from, I think everybody prays in their own way. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes church does a disservice when they're like, you know, I've been in the church. You you know the example I'm, I'm <laughs> getting ready to say where it's like they literally fussed for an hour because people weren't standing up and walking around the church and losing their mind. And it's like no. until everyone does this, we are not going to no. stop. And it's like, oh, this isn't. This isn't praying. Now no. you're just like no. making me do something yeah. that maybe I Well, that's I'm... what the Bible calls a form and a fashion. Yeah. You know, that's just certain ways that you are, you've been taught that it has to look like this. It has to be like that. Yeah. But that, you know, I think... I think we misconstrue it. I think if somebody gives us like three points, okay, this is what I do. This is the next step. This is the next step. Just like I said earlier, looking at someone's relationship, look at the principle behind it. Look yep. at what it what is it that I'm really seeing. So, you know, when Jesus teaching the disciples to pray, he was giving them a form. Right. But, you know, like look at the principle behind it. He's saying being, be one with the Father, you know, give the Father glory first, you know, lift him up, exalt him. So it's like it. It, however that looks, if it's 10 minutes, if it's five minutes, if you have settled in your heart that you know you need God and you know you need that time with God, then we can't dictate for each person Absolutely. what yeah. that Absolutely. looks like. Because yeah. even if you go back to what we're talking about, intimacy, mm-hmm. your your walk with God is your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. You can't compare it to other mm-hmm. people. You have It has to be something that is personal to you. Uh, but as you grow... God will pull more out of you. Absolutely. Yeah. And there is more in terms of, you know, because I guarantee you if if something is on the line, you ain't saying, you know, 
Oh, I, I can I I can only pray for for right. five minutes. Mm-hmm. No, you gonna pray because it's hurting you. Yeah. You're in a state of pain, yes. absolutely, yes. and the pain will bring that out of you no matter what. And you also don't want to have that relationship where that's the only time. That that's the only that. time you're only going to God when you're asking yeah. something. So it's about you having the balance of just communicating with Him because just like our spouses. You know, you don't want your spouse to come to you every time they want something. You want them to come. You don't want you don't want every time they touch you, it's because yes. they want sex, right? Yes, exactly. You are like, exactly. no, you gotta touch me too, because it's like just you because. just you just walking by and That's I like right. what I saw. You know, so you so you have to have that touch stuff. Jesus. So you have to have that Shea Baba. A moment. The, the moment. You had a moment. But that's that's the reality is that intimacy is on all levels, understanding that God, that's why, the, you know, they say, they just, they always say he's the lover of my soul, right? Yeah. God, he's like, he's the lover of my soul. That means that there's, there's levels to, even in my relationship that I have with my spouse, I still have this relationship with God and he desires all of these things as well. The intimacy, even us taking our problems to him, he's like, yeah, I know what your problems are, but I still want you to bring them to me. Exactly. Because I want you to sit, I here, want and you to say sit here and yes. talk to me about it. Sit here and say it. It's it's not that you know God needs us to come to Him with the things. No, He wants us to yes. come to Him with the it's things. Part of the relationship. It's the relationship that you're building. So it's it's not you know. But I know even spiritual intimacy with spouses is. Remember we when we were dating. I did. I took him to Monday night prayer during our dating time, and and he was praying, and I was like listening. I was trying to listen. Here. <laughs> Let me see if you know what to say. Let me see if there's any any tongues in here. Let me see. He was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. He was like. Why are you with Because that's what I was doing in prayer. And then you was like. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He's all right. We could we could move forward. On that note, I think we're going to end the podcast. Y'all this listeners, was good. This listen, was this good. was this was really good. Thank y'all for letting us uh invade take over and invade <laughs> a marriage corner. No problem. Um I hope y'all listeners enjoyed. I hope you understand too. I it's, we were we were heavy on the on the husband and wife side, but you can take layers of everything that we're saying and put them in every aspect of intimacy, whether it's with a parent, a child, mm-hmm. a friend, um, all of that. Just don't be physically touching your friends like that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's called fornication. Don't physically touch <laughs> your <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself till you get married. Hands to yourself. <laughs> but um, that'll do it for Marriage Corner, y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, next week, we will probably close out Love Month. I'm not sure yet what we're going to be talking about. I got not some ideas, so you'll see us then. Uh, thank you to the Vaughns again for letting us invade. Did you guys enjoy oh, yourself? No problem. Yes, Always. it was good. Thank yeah. you for having us. All right. No, <laughs> thank you for having us. I love these type of conversations. Yes. Yeah, so. right, right. So I hope y'all I hope y'all doing well. I hope y'all love on each other, you know, in the appropriate way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You got to keep saying that. We can't even get out of here. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, yeah, because it wasn't appropriate way. When you, you know what? Living. You know, if that's you, a, the marriage bed is undefiled. That's right. Like, like it's a <laughs> Unless you're in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the defiled spot. That's right the defiled there. spot. It just became defiled. <laughs> like and subscribe, please, to the JNAC podcast. First, she always tells you if you love it, tell us you love it. If you 
Fee. Hate it. Tell us it sucks. <laughs> Tell us this is the worst conversation like, oh, I've ever heard in all of my this life. This is too I much information. I hate the way First G sounds. <laughs> I hate the way it's SPT is landed out. And, <laughs> and the Vaughns just make me sick. Tell us all that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear I'm that. I'm sick of him. Hey, I got it. I'm built for it. I want to smoke. We can handle it. First G loves you. Your friendly neighborhood podcaster signing off. See y'all next time. See you later. Be blessed. Bye-bye.